-hmm. Tell me if it's, it's no, a no, success. You can, you I already more? tested it, so okay. you you need to go. I had to do um, mm -mm. a recipe test. Yummy. TJ's fireside. We've got s'mores here. Fireside chats. Ooh, that is the hot part of the beanbag. Oh no, don't burn the beanbag. It'll be fine. Okay, so grab your one. We're just going to do a quick taste test. It's not going to be pretty because it's very melty. Hope that the ASMR mukbangers. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's good. Very melty. Sorry, only listeners and not viewers. Um, so yeah, audio listeners. No, I think TJ I'm is done for is now. <laughs> okay. Do you want a wipe? I've got a wipe for you Do here. Do you want a wipe? Mm, I might just lick this first. Okay, you've got some on your... Okay, you talk while I... I call that chin sauce. Oh, no, is this marshmallow? No, it's just my silver hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's a great transition into last night. Okay, tell me. It's your story. But you tell me. Okay, so last night, D&D &D vibes. We're in this temple. We have to be here... It's going to help us get out of this land that we're stuck in. And Jay, so we all have these like patrons that we need to find in this temple, but they're all like hidden in these things. And there's all these weird little creatures that want to kill us. So I finally kill all the creatures after fighting for three hours. Anyway, long story short, Jay now has a saggy face and white hair. Yeah. My character already had... Technically, my character already had partly white hair. Um, and, and put then... a video of no the mini. Stop. Stop making me put B-roll. I will do as much work <laughs> as I want to. Um, so, uh, white hair. Anyway, I go and try and access this power. It's all really creepy. And then I get access to the power. I come out, and apparently half of my face is sagging. And I was like, like sagging like it's paralyzed. Wait, can I just or say Or sagging like, and then I'm like sagging like there's no bones. And yeah, Rob, our DM, says, yeah, it's like there's no bones. So I was like, great. This is wonderful. And I was like, can we say my hair completely turned white? No, no, no. Okay. So this is actually what happens. She goes, sends the deity. The deity is saying weird stuff. She's like, could it please have the powers? And then he's like, yeah, sure. And then she's like, and then she says, uh, and she says you take, take whatever. whatever you want. Yes. And then Jay comes out of the, the dream, whatever. And then Jay goes, I just have like this, like maybe, maybe it's not that serious. Yeah. So I just I, didn't know like what the sort of transformation is. Cause I already knew, we already knew that there was going to be big sacrifices, but in that scene, it was like it didn't the sacrifice feel... didn't happen. Cause I yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. I just said, yeah, take whatever you want to get from me in exchange for this power. And, and I was like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is like, that dramatic. this warrants this, but like, could we say that I lost all, like, not lost all my hair, but all my hair turned white? Mm. And then, yeah, and then Rob's like, um, sure. But, like, even in that moment, like, <laughs> it sounded like, like, I almost thought that he didn't think it was that dramatic. And he was like, you yeah, know, sure. I thought. He was like, yeah, sure. And then we're going to go on to the next thing. Yeah. But then he goes, yeah, sure, okay. But, like, actually, your whole face is No, he didn't say actually. He's like, he's like, yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah, you come out of this thing, and then half of your face, I was like... Oh yeah, that's 
that's worse. Um, <laughs> and let's still say that I had half my hair. Uh, oh no, all of my no. Well, how did he say? Like the from the roots of my hair, it's now mm. all white, and now it looks like um, half of my face doesn't have bones in it. Mm. Anyway, let's move on. I just wanted to say because we were by the fire. See this here. Zoom in. This is because I tried to put a paper straw <laughs> in when? the fire. Just now? No, no, like, like oh. months ago. And there was washing here, like, thing. And then I just went to put it inside. And then I went like this. And, yeah, and I burnt myself. But now I have, like, I'm going to have a permanent scar. And my dad has, this is so relevant. My dad has these scars from when he used to work at a bakery. Like, he'd go like this and you because they're big trays you have to like push them in far yeah and you like push it in far and then you'd like pull out your arm and you'd burn oh my god so he had like these big burn marks on his arm so i'm just trying to be like my dad you just you just want some battle scars okay should we get to the episode yeah let's do it okay so the start of the episode is me because in a couple weeks it's jay's birthday oh and i bought her a present did you actually you're so disgusting um, well, no, I should say it's in a box. I'll go get the. Oh my gosh! Say. Okay, while TJ's away, let me tell you something that <laughs> that you didn't know. That oh, the box is coming. Never mind. I'll just wait. So I had this like really great idea, like maybe three months ago, and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be a great present for Jay. <clears throat> and then all the things I wanted to find didn't work. Like I couldn't get it here in time because I thought about it so late. Or I couldn't afford it. <laughs> okay. Or just like random stuff. I hope this so, was I'm going to keep it because I'm not going to tell you what it is because I want it for the future. And then I had another idea, but then I didn't know how long it was going to take or if I could do it. Okay. But I think I can do it, but it's going to have to happen next week. So it's not a present for you. It's a present for us. <laughs> okay, great. But we can wait for that later. Okay, cool. And then the third thing is I'm going to buy, I was like, I'm going to buy this. And it's not the best present in the world, but it's really cool. TJ's a good present giver. But oh, not a diff- I'm not a gift giver at all. My sister is the gift giver. But you but gave I'm me not- an Apple pen. That was because I had an extra Apple pen because I lost my other no, one. No, that's so the I second Apple one. pen you've given me. You've gifted me an Apple pen before. The first one? Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. I'm an amazing friend. I know you are. <laughs> and then you even customized your wrapping paper. Anyway. Okay, anyway, so I bought Jay this present. Um, which I also talked to Mitchell about. So every time you've heard me and Mitchell whisper, that's fun. Oh my God, I never noticed. Can we pause for a moment? Pause. (laughs) Sorry, I keep looking at the monitor as well. I apologize. It's fine. Look at me. Okay. So I bought this, um, I bought this kind of as the backup, but I was like, either way, this is a bomb present. So hold on. You said one, two, three. So there's three tiers or there's different categories. What is this? There's one thing that's, this is one thing that I'm like, this is a great present. Yeah. But... I would have loved if it was more of a present. Okay. But you'll see what I mean okay, when okay, I say, okay. when I show you. Okay. But I had had this other idea, which was like a I would make it myself idea, but oh, it was yes. just going to take too long okay. because I thought of it a week ago. And I, I was like, okay, I'm nervous. So I bought this because I was like, I don't think I'm going to be efficient in time, which I didn't. So I'm nerve sighted. You're nervous. I bought your present. You might be like, oh, just kidding. So oh, there's also a second present, but it's not as exciting. Should I give you the second present? Yeah, give me the No, because ex- you'll know what it is. And okay, then it'll fine. Ruin the, the, ruin the, okay, I just have to take the bubble wrap off. This you can't so see This is so cute. That. Can I give the book? Can I have the bubble wrap? No. <laughs> oh, you can have it afterwards. Okay, okay. Okay, close your eyes. Okay. 
Put your hands Close out. Close your eyes. Put your hands out. Save time. Put your hands, put your hands out. Put, oh, oh sorry. God. <laughs> Thirsty. Just one? If one you, hand? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Cup it a little bit because no wide fingers. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, it's a mug. Open your eyes. The ball, the ball is rolling up. <laughs> so there's a card in there that says you have to hand wash it. Please hand wash only. No scrubbing. Oh, okay. <gasps> okay, so, this is a D&D thing. Je- here's a photo of it. <laughs> the ball is rolling up. Oh, my gosh. So I had this like, so I was like, okay, I'm going to buy Jay with this because oh. Starstruck is the oh, yeah, favorite. Yeah, yeah, yes, love it, love it, love it. Thank Starstruck you. Starstruck is the favorite. favorite and um, And Ooh. I was like. I was like, Dimension 20 stuff is always going to be a one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I w- also was like, really wanted to get you, not the Crown of Candy one, because it's been sold out for so long, but I wanted to get the Ravening War. But I got sold out the one day and go get it. So I just got another poster that was there, but it was way smaller than I thought. But we don't have to put this part in. Okay, I'm just going to take it out for you. Okay, and, and let me. You can have your eyes open because you know it's Dimension 20 now, so. I don't know where you're going to put it's this fine. in your house, though. That's the one thing. It's like... In the toilet. <laughs> Actually, that kind of makes sense. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <gasps> oh, that's so cute. I love Sid. It's a Sid poster. I can't do it. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, You should tips. have this in your office so that when you... <laughs> You just can hang in there. So <laughs> it should be that. Yeah, hang in, hang there, in there. When you're stressing about a project. Oh, my gosh. That. Thank so you, EJ. And I also brought myself something. Yes. Did you get a matching something? No, I didn't get a matching something. Okay. Well, the other thing that's I'm really... I'm going to have this. The other you, thing you that's go. really gutting is that I wanted to get the dark blue one. There's like a cobalt one, but they're all sold out. And then like all the stuff is like seasons we, seasons we love, mm. but aren't like... I was like, I don't know if Jay wants a thing of that. Mm-hmm. So I bought myself this. Excuse me, what is that? Oh, that's so cute. Albert. Albert, love it. Oh my gosh, that is so freaking cute. See, I want one of these. Because I wanted to buy you the other one, but they were like, this is the biggest size. And I was like, I don't think she's going to I want extra bag. Yeah. Yeah, so do you have other stuff you want to talk about? Because I just spent 20 minutes giving you a gift. <laughs> That's okay. I have some stuff I want to talk about, yeah, but um, I wasn't even thinking about my birthday. But yeah, my birthday, uh, when this episode comes out, is in like a week from a then, week right? or something. Yeah. yeah. That's why I, was, I decided that I'd do it now because the next one would be so far after. Thanks, EJ. So actually, what and was Mitchell's thing for you when you talked to him about it? What was his Well, Mitchell was telling me about what he's getting. Slash maybe got I don't know. Oh my I god! I didn't even know how. Like I have forgotten to think about my birthday, so I love that Mitchell has. Oh wait. Uh, I don't He's ruined the surprise. No, 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 no! I haven't ruined the surprise. Might be you both decided to do the anniversary gifts. Oh yeah, yeah. He already mentioned something. But you're gonna give it on your actual anniversary. Which just happened. Which is your, also your birthday gift. So now I'm okay. ruining. I'm ruining that surprise. No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. Because yeah, there's yeah something that I want to get, and um, yeah, he was like, "Ooh, hold on, hold on, don't buy that." Don't oh my gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Why is she going over there?" And she's just sleeping right here. Oh, that's so cute. Um, close to the fire. Sorry, phone is charging. Uh, I I just had some small little things that I wanted to tell you 
I have so many. Sorry, I don't have anything that's as thoughtful. Like literally, these are like media stuff. Yeah, do it. I don't have a birthday present for you. It's not my birthday. Okay, so <laughs> I just want to initially say that I have recently, and you already know this, but just want to touch on it really quickly on the pod, just to immortalize it, is that I have gone and revisited and mix. This is a K-pop mm-hmm. girl group. Mm-hmm. I've revisited NMIX's um, discography and their songs. They released a couple of new songs. And I just want to say, because we haven't talked about NMIX here before. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Um, uh, no, you did say one thing, but it yeah. was like when we were talking about, oh my gosh, I should tell you that... Have you heard about the tea about 50-50? No, tell me. They okay, ripped off a song. I, no, no. So this is 50-50 D. If you already know, it's kind of not really uh, like that thing. Anyway, so 50-50, I don't know who they were run by, but they've only been together for like six months. Yeah. So like super new group. They, um, there was like this situation when they were like basically going on like hiatus for like a tiny amount of time. And then the, the PR team made public that someone's going through surgery. And then this article or something came out that they were trying to be poached by the person that wrote Cupid with them. Yes. And so then, so that's, that's what happened. Then these people, like the, the company like comes out and is like basically like going to sue them for trying to poach them. And then now Enmix is suing them because I think it was like a mixture of overworking. And then on top of that, the fact that they released a statement when they had asked for that information to be private, oh, which was the surgery. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It was something to do with hospital stuff. I completely missed that. But now I'm like, but it's, sorry, it's possible that they're going to break up then. Because I think that if they sue, it sounds like, I haven't done massive research into this, so I could be wrong, but it sounds like they will have to break up because they don't own their name. So they won't be able to be 50-50 anymore. Which is wild because they're on the Barbie soundtrack. They yeah. just had Cupid. Everything's just yeah. like starting for them. So up, yeah. And now, like, they might have to disappear, or at least there's 50 50. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, now I have another thing that I have to say after okay, that. Okay, I'll just so quickly say talk, no, that talk, I talk. just went back and I was like, okay, how, I wonder how Nmix is going because I don't know why I missed any of their, like, you know, like when their singles come out. I don't really like have live updates on mm. bands and stuff that I love, um, except Taylor, Taylor Swift in that, like, those things just kind of pop up for mm. me. But anyway, I decided, okay, I wonder what um, NMIX is up to because all these other girl bands are releasing new songs and I wonder if NMIX released anything new and they did. I'm listening. So they did release new songs and I, it just so I, I watched it and then I also went and listened to their old songs that I also really appreciated. Mm-hmm. They debuted, oh, Um, I don't know. I don't know all their details. I didn't look into them as much as I did with XG because I was way more fascinated fascinated with XG. Mm. Um, But I also, I think NMIX is really like more typical like K-pop funnel. Mm. But what I find interesting about them is they have like really strong vocals. Mm. They're pretty solid choreography and dancers overall pretty solid but not the same swag as xg if we were to compare them mm-hmm. xg swag is just something else yeah um and the way that they project M- xg the way that they project themselves 
so looks like they're having fun. Mm. Um, and mix is like it's is solid, but you can see that they're performing. You can kind of mm. see like them sort of thinking. Anyway, this isn't a bash on N mix. I just think the N mix is so cool because their vocals. This are isn't so a bash. That's actually high praise. This is I'm actually praising them. I just feel like XG is on another level. Mm. But N mix is so cool because there's um there's a YouTube channel and they have a live band in the background and the singers come and everything's live. Mm. I think. Wait, is this the Filipino one or is this the Korean one? This is a Korean one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's so, the Filipino girl group? They've got a few. There's the Beanie. one that you showed Beanie, me. Beanie, that was Beanie. Yeah, yeah. So they're, 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 Beanie they're, Baby Cute. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Beanie Babies is the name of the fans? No, it's not. Oh. I don't know what the fan dumb name is. But it's anyway, so I just really appreciate NMIX because their vocals are so strong. Mm. And um, they always guest on this uh, YouTube channel where they perform live and th- you can tell that they're singing live. Great. So, you know, it's like, you know, you know, like the mics are on mm. and they always do that and they're super solid. Plus, I extra admire that. I don't know other bands that do this yet, but they have a stage rehearsal. So, you know how like there's dance practice videos. Mm. They have a stage rehearsal. Great idea. Recording, which is literally how they practice for stage which is for them they don't lip sync or they lip sync sometimes but i think where they can they always sing live mm. so the stage performance rehearsal videos are you can hear the backing track but they are literally singing out loud and <laughs> i'm going to we're going to put links in the description just so that you can see it for reference but they are dancing so they're full choreography mm. and they're singing so their main vocalists are super singing. They have like some like secondary vocalists that don't always sing the, all their lines. Mm. But they have this one girl, her name's Lily. Actually, there's three of them that can crazy belt. But Lily is just wild because she's like doing all the movements and her head is so steady. Her face is so steady. And she doesn't look like she's straining, but she's like pushing out all these like crazy notes anyway so we love when i just really love it i sent you some videos we'll add some i sent tj some videos she's playing one right now on screen (laughs) no we'll add some in the description but uh yeah i thought i would just i thought i would just rave about them really quickly i'm i i am yet to go into in mix i'm not gonna put this on it's gonna take too long it's fine um and i'm like gripping my phone uh my microphone um I'm yet to go into Inmix, but I Jay's been sending me stuff and I've been like, okay, I'll do this when I have the brain space to go for another group because I am verge of I am really okay. So last time we did this podcast, did you add the X T X T pardon? I think I did. Okay, so if we did, you can leave it. If not, whatever. I rec- we recorded that part and I was saying that I'm like I can feel like I'm obsessed. I tried to delve into them. I have new thoughts. Okay, great. So I liked the song with the Jonas Brothers. Really great. Loved it. I have done more delving and some of the singles I love, but a lot of it I just feel like I'm a little bit over the K-pop, specifically the production sound. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like, I also know that I have a very specific sound that I like listening to. And I really love when someone does something that matches in line with the lyrical content. It's not just 
Like it feels like a journey that the songwriter has gone on to make this decision sonically using Taylor Swift as an example, like folklore wouldn't work if it sounded like midnights, mm-hmm. midnight, midnights, midnights. You know what I mean? So like they have to sound the way they sound to make it make sense. And it's also one reason why I feel like people notice it more because of people like Taylor Swift who are revisiting, revisiting old sonic sounds and whatever. And I feel like I, if you're just playing a song and you don't know who's singing, you, it, it could very easily be anyone unless you're like a full stand of that group, you know, and you're like, that's Blackpink from a mile away. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. whoever from a mile away. Yeah. So I'm a little bit, tiny bit sick of it, except there's a new group, which I show you a little bit about called Card with a K. Mm-hmm. And they, I was literally thinking about this other day, the other day and I was thinking, imagine how cool it would be a full K-pop group that's S-Club vibes in terms of, like, guys and girls together. And there is one, which is in card, two boys, two girls. They have two main dancers and two main singers. Love that. One's a girl, one's a boy, Mm. one's a girl, one's a boy. So that's, like, how they identify them on Google. I only know their current single that's going semi-viral called Icky. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, just a just that little bit weird okay like sonically weird like i don't know what the lyrics are i've only heard the lyric icky but um yeah i'm like okay this is what i want i want i i don't necessarily it doesn't need to be a western producer but like imagine if pharrell did a whole bts album Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking sweetener is literally all produced by pharrell and so it's like you can hear it and it makes sense because it like fits the vibe of the what she was going through at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's what I want. I feel like rather than it being like we have a couple of like really EDM like <laughs> and then a, oh, oh. so you don't like that. It's not that I don't like it. I'm just like you just wish the journey there's made not, more there's sense. There's not that, and then people that are doing something different. Yeah. It's like the people that are doing something different. Uh, like XG, I would say is different. There's like a vein of pop that I haven't seen in K-pop, mm-hmm. but I could point at like six artists in the Western world that I feel like do similar things. Mm-mm. So that's where I'm like, I just want, I'm not saying that I don't like it, but I'm I'm just hoping to see some more uh, like, you know, there's a visual aesthetic for an album. Yeah, there's yeah. a sonic, sonic aesthetic for yeah, an album. Yeah. There's some a bit more cohesion. And this is a, going back to TXT. Like I was struggling a little bit with like the love I had for the Jonas Brothers song. And then there's like three other songs that I like by them. And then I try to find other songs that felt like that. But they were so vastly different, but so much more K-pop that I was like, mm, mm. I don't know. Anyway. We will talk about this on a later pod, but my sister is fully obsessed with Stray Kids <laughs> and I have my own biases from Stray Kids now. They're different from hers, which is great. Um, but yeah, it's just funny to kind of like, I'm like all down for the fandom and I love when they do something different visually. Now I'm wanting, I'm craving Sonic yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my whole thing. We'll probably see... More, I feel like, yeah, with XG and with other players coming into the game, I think that we'll and end also up because it's so saturated, more. yeah. Hopefully, people will try to like and that 
use that and shift that. Yeah, and that's that's why like I'm excited about the P pop stuff mm. because um uh SB nineteen, the Filipino pop group, they're currently on their world tour, so they're in America now. They've just started their Amazing. American I'm leg. so happy for Oh yes, no, I know that because I saw a video of them dancing uh, in front of the bean. The bean, yeah. <laughs> uh and it's it's so cool. Uh, they just released their like mini album. I mm. don't know if you like. I don't know if you've listened to the whole. Album I've yet. listened to a couple songs from the EP. Yeah, it's just the, yeah, it's, it's like, like an EP yeah, vibe. It's like an EP. It's like, like six LP. songs or yeah. seven songs, whatever. But and, I um, listened to the two that you showed me, and then I think I started listening to the album, and I got to that song, and there was like two or three more. Yeah, and I yeah, haven't, yeah. Haven't gone back since. Yeah, and I I think you know how initially I was like sort of in a cringe mode because I'm not used to seeing that aesthetic and that sound on Filipino music. Because it felt like wearing, not not in a uh, cultural appropriation way, but like in a wearing the K-pop aesthetic rather yeah, than like yeah. making their own. Which we talked about. And, and no, like I feel for, like for that's them, what they're doing now. Yeah, yeah, but like for them it made sense because they were run by... Um, a Korean group, so that's fine. Anyway, but now they are self-managed um, and, and it's great. And they so proud um, of so them. this album that they've put out is self-managed, and they've always been really involved with their songwriting and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's that's what makes me excited is like they are able to, they're actually showing real talent, and um, they're able to put their story into their music. Mm -hmm. And then the other group that I like, which we've talked about in a previous pod, um, uh, Alamat, mm -hmm. I love their creative concept as a group. Mm -hmm. And it was very, uh, seeing some more videos now, found out that it's really intentional. They really wanted uh, a group that could speak like different languages, that they could represent different regions in the Philippines. Like, so they like rap in different dialects. They rap in different dialects. That's like, amazing. Yeah, their earliest songs, they would probably do like four or five different languages in different ver different verses in different languages. That's so good. It's so good, and not only that, but like in their music video, is that like them their personal? Dialects that's, as well, or yeah, is their like, personal oh, yeah, one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's even better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they would wrap their own thing, and then um, every music video incorporates textiles from local artisans. Um, so good. And, and but they like incorporate it to like modern uh, into a modern context Great. and whatever. And not only that, but like the concept, the the sound, their music video elements contain like really nostalgic, like, like Filipino even using games. the um, Ginto thing. Like I love. Like the sequence in the house is so yeah. like it, I actually that's my favorite sequence because what am I how the what's the line of like it just feels like a cinematic view of a specific experience yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. it doesn't feel like this really crazy set that is irrelevant to them personally yeah like it feels like probably not one specific. Uh, perspective but like maybe even just like the art uh, the what is the word like a creative director's perspective or something yeah yeah which I th I'm like this is uh, this is what I want to see yeah, yeah 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 again visuals that and, are specific yeah and intentional yeah. please um so I think that the, I mean they're probably like solidifying their you know like their brand and their personality so I think that slowly now that they like for example SB19 mm -hmm. now that they are self-managed they have way more say in their sound mm -hmm. but actually I think that they actually won an award anyway I just so I'm excited about 
P-pop. Hopefully that kind of fits your <laughs> category and you're like what you are well, into. I also think like, like, would you say that you agree with what I'm saying, Absonic stuff? Yeah. But maybe you haven't like gone through I, that I process in your own head? No, I, I haven't listened to a lot of bands, but I know what you mean about there's a certain sound. Because this is new. Like, it's literally what I reckon is going to happen. But there's a new new crew called Eight Turn, boy group, that's giving new genes but the boy group. Okay. But the song, I'm just like, oh, I don't know what the production feels what a, odd. Like Okay, this, like, is, this is just my, my observation and something that I have actually been wondering, and maybe you can speak to it because you're a music guy. Yes. Is. In all my experience. So, I feel like... K-pop is way more visible now, which mm. is so good. And so now, like, there's dedicated, you know, Spotify playlists on mm, yeah. upcoming K-pop. Art. Like, there's a bunch of different K-pop curated Spotify playlists, right? Mm -hmm. And there, um, so I listened to one, just randomly found it, started to listen to it. And I was like, it was giving maybe Charlie Puth a little bit. Um, and who's the I other one? Like Not I Charlie Puth. There's another one. Who's the, uh, um, who's... Camilla Give me Cabello's the vibes. <laughs> Sean Mendes. Sean Mendes. I think it's more Charlie Puth, actually, but maybe let's say Sean Mendes as well. But um, so this is all a K-pop. Sean Mendes is more like you can hear the acoustic guitar and it sounds like okay, no, very no, no, no. soft. Charlie it's Charlie Puth. Charlie Puth is pop pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So which I freaking love. And we so, love Charlie. Yeah, we love a Charlie. So we, <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, "This is oh, Charlie Puth and." Troy Sivan. Okay. Okay. So old Troy Sivan. Old Troy Sivan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Not this new era yet. Like, like the, the, the last album. The last album. Yeah. So, there's a band. They do that, and then that's. The, oh, I'm like, oh, Troy Sivan vibes. All of this to say, I find it really interesting, and I want to know your thoughts on, because K-pop is so much more visible now, mm -hmm. that everyone include everyone is starting to influence each other. Yes. So, like, K-pop is pulling more, obviously, from Western mm -hmm. sounds, mm -hmm. including people, for example, like Troy Sivan. He's not, like, necessarily changing the game, but he I mean, has he wrote a, a song literally for BTS, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. But he, he has, like, a signature sound, mm -hmm. and K-pop is pulling on that, and then mm -hmm. now everyone's, like, you know, like, there's a lot more where they... And then now there's also, like, Western artists that their songs basically sound like a K-pop song. So I want to know yeah. what you think. You, do you think that that's actually happening? Okay, or? so this is this is the thing, and I, and we don't have to stay on this for very long. But I think in the Western sphere of music, it's very normal to like. Yes, you have like an album that has different producers on it, but it's very normal to have a creative director sonically. So yeah. Tris Van's a great example because every single time he's had one one producer that runs the whole album and then they'll have separate ones that come up with maybe like the, the, the idea of the song production wise, but then his team comes along and makes it his, right? Yeah. Charlie Puth is also a great example because he's a like producer. That's mm. his thing as much as it is singing. So whether I like it or not is irrelevant because where what he's going through emotionally or what he's wanting to write about lyrically also reflects in the sonic sound because he's had to go on a journey to get there. Mm. And K-pop, which is very much the era that 
K-pop started from that 90s era of hip-hop and then formed into like this very pop-heavy sound instead of hip-hop. And so what you get is like pulling from Western audiences because like the format was taken from like Western boy bands, mm-hmm. which is like NSYNC and stuff. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to have their own version of that. So now, so then, you know, they started copying what Western world was doing because they could see that there was a, there's a word that I'm thinking, but th- there's a lane there that they could apply really well yeah. and they could make it, they could do a thing here. Yeah. So they took from the, those in the early days and then that was the early 2010s. And then what they've done is they've slowly now got to a level where sonically they're at the same level as what the Western world is. Mm, mm, so mm. now what I think needs to happen, and I also think the Western world is slightly in a similar phase, is that they're, 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 the saturation of K-pop as a, as a genre is so saturated with so many groups and so many different sounds but like I don't know any Korean producers. I mean, that also is probably me not doing enough research. Or well, actually, I, I do know some Korean producers, but they're all solo artists. Mm. And I think that's where the same thing comes in. Like they're doing something production-wise because it comes with the territory of their feelings as well. Like they're trying something new lyrically, so having a new sound sonically makes sense. Mm. Um, it also is, although I don't feel like it's a jump in a new direction, it's why twice is new era feels so different because the sonic the sonically it's different as well as it being visually different and they pair yeah. really well together yeah and i think eras are a very normal thing visually in k-pop yes like you know we get the ten thousand teaser trailers leading up to the yeah, first yeah. single yeah yeah and then the album drops and you've got like you can see it and you can see it from a mile away exactly what song that's from because of all the visuals and so now i think i think it's happening and so i think they're smart because they the te- the groups that do it well like I reckon the BTS oh, seven yes yep 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 it's so good yep it's exactly what I want yeah so that's what I think I, that's I think what I think I'm saying is like when BTS comes back it's gonna be wild it's gonna be wild because they're gonna work with like they already worked with this is a great British band that has a Japanese name. Hone, I think H O N N E. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. They're banned. Here's a visual. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so they, they, like um, uh, what's the main guy's name? I want to say GM, RM. Yep. RM. Sorry, P- I don't follow DM. BTS. Sorry. No, no, ne- ne- neither do I. But I know all of this stuff from Sierra Thanks, Sierra Um, so RM loved them and then asked if they would produce a song so they did mm-hmm. so like i think now we're at a level where the West, westerners are looking at k-pop yeah. and k-pop is looking at and, west and I, at the same level yeah so they can share together now yeah and i know so, you're talking about sonic journeys and stuff but i also think that uh k-pop is also carving its own place in music videos and mm-hmm. video production oh, and things like that and, and like the creativity and all that and then and then obviously like they're also implementing like k-pop is also pulling from like let's say western or more like just general typical when, cinematography when we say western, definitely just talking about america <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but like like uh, that kind of cinematography and mm. whatever but i think that like 
the even okay watching other creators react to um there's this editor that we are a fan yeah, of jordan and, orm. and jordan jordan orm and we watch his reaction videos and analysis videos of k-pop music videos because he's a mv editor and it's just so cool how much thought goes into it mm. and like and how much like how much they um, take account and of, try and yeah, but how much they like incorporate the production of the song itself as well. Like, there's a yep. lot of like he's like, oh, did you notice that those cuts really match the percussion or whatever? Or like, there's something in the sound that that triggers something visual. Like the the vocals are leading up in a yeah. way that like but they use their anticipation the, the visually thing, as well. Yeah, and the great thing is like for K-pop, this is the standard. Like yeah. this is a standard. Which in K-pop. I and, want and, to reflect on the West. Yeah, but like in American music videos or like, yeah, you're like typical pop song. It's not as much of that. And it's like if there was depth or if there was like multiple levels of creativity and meaning mm. to music videos, it's like a one-off or it's mm. like a couple of songs. But yeah. for a lot of K-pop songs, it's la very layered. Mm. Um, and like... I think that that journey from like concept happens so early. Like the visual concept happens when they decide what types of songs they want to go for. So I think yeah. that's also, that's something that doesn't always happen in the U S is that they like, I think it's starting to happen more now normally, but like you come up with the song, then you have the song, then you shop it around to find some visuals. Um, especially if the person that's singing is not, a visual person or like a creative person on that side of the creative spectrum. Yeah. So I feel like I think the that's only why person really it. is Taylor Swift that's really doing anything. Yeah. And also financially has the ability to do it. Yeah. Because like K-pop has so much money in it. You yeah. know, like there's so much money in that industry where putting money into music videos is just as important as the music. Yeah. But I think it's not always the same. Like it's hard to make a video in the US. So yeah. hopefully we'll see something. So those are the things. <laughs> okay, so I've got these few little things that I just okay. want to mention. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have really big, strong opinions about them, but I just wanted to let you know. So, first of all, I started watching Severance. No, not started watching. I finished watching Severance. Have you watched it? Girl. You've watched it you for know, I see these. I see these TikToks I'm so all sorry. the time and it's like you know when you when your friend finally watches the thing <laughs> that you suggested over a year Was ago. Was it not succession? No, I don't I I've said this multiple times. Okay. It's the thing because me and Mitchell, Mitchell talked a tiny bit about severance and I think I no, sorry, tiny bit about Succession. Yes. And then I was pitching Severance. Okay. And he thought I was talking about Succession, which made everyone think that I watched Succession. I have not seen Succession more than one episode all. of Succession. Okay, okay. So, well, I finally watched Severance then. <laughs> Literally my favorite show of 2022. Okay, so I'm going to quickly read the blurb for those of you who are not in the know or as bad as me. I'm sorry if you already know. I, we are suggesting this, and this is not a suggestion. <laughs> This is homework. This is homework. Okay. Anyway, here's the blurb. Severance is a TV show uh, that is on <laughs> Apple TV. Mm -hmm. um, the blurb. Mark leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and their personal lives. So what it means is 
when they leave work, they forget everything that happened at work. And then when they're at home, they don't think about work. And then when they go to work, their work selves don't know anything about their personal lives. Okay. Severed from each other. Yes. They're two different people, basically. When a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs. And here's another thing. Uh, what the creator wrote about it. Severance explores the idea of disassociation and the way we suppress or bury parts of ourselves within us, following a grieving man who would willingly cut his life in half for respite from himself as well as a decent paycheck. Mm. So there's Ooh. mystery. And someone said it's like a it's like a sci-fi slash psychological thriller, mm. little bit horror-y vibes. And um, yeah. When it says a little bit horror, I would say like maybe 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's, I think it's more the psychological thriller aspect. Yeah. Don't worry about the horror thing. It's not oh, well, yeah, 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 supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, whatever. It's mostly like um, technology. Mm. It feels like an episode of Black Mirror. Exactly. Effectively. Um, literally how I pitched so, it to you. Whatever. I liked it. <laughs> what did you think? I... I I love it, you know. I just don't want to get into it, you know. I think, okay, this is what I would say. I love that the main guy, Adam something, um, I just love that he's taking some more dramatic roles. I think he's so good in this show. I like this idea. I think, you know, one thing about Black Mirror that's great is that you kind of get to see these short bursts, but the story doesn't have to go on. This one is like, the best episode of Black Mirror, and you get to look at it. Like, you actually yeah, you get, get to see, to see how see the world develop. plays out. Yeah, yeah. And it's creepy and, like, a, it's just unsettling. I wouldn't say creepy feels wrong. It feel, Creepy makes me think spooky, and it's not spooky. It's just, like, what's going on? I don't understand. I know something's wrong, but I don't know what it is. Is it bad? Is it? Is it just not truthful? And um, it's amazing. It's, it's literally amazing. amazing. I just If you haven't watched it like I haven't, please finally go watch it. If your friend has been telling you about it and you thought they meant succession, it's not. It's Severance. Watch Severance. Okay, next thing. We watch Mission Impossible. Yeah. The latest movie. We talked about on the pod how I freaking love Mission Impossible. So we're you not gonna to watch go... the new John Wick to tell me if I should watch it. Keep going. Have I watched it? Oh frick, I can't remember. Um so we're not gonna go into this part, but Mitchell and I went to Rotorua for our third wedding anniversary it was so cute it was great and while we were they're old and in their 30s and and while we were there we went to uh the cinema and watched mission impossible and there was only seven no 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 so there's seven of us in the cinema and it was really cute and i just love mission impossible this one was so cute because there was definitely like a little bit of drama it was Two hours and 45 minutes long, and it didn't feel like it. Like, I actually was able to, I don't know, I'm probably just dumb, but, like, the storyline is so basic that I was like, yeah, like, each part of it, I was able to, like, keep track of. It's, like, it's basically just a MacGuffin. Like, they're just chasing a MacGuffin throughout the movie. Whatever. Just your typical thing. And um, this time, there's, like, AI, and they're battling that. Amazing. And also, the wild thing is, this is part one. So there's another movie that's going to be part two. I don't think it's the end. Mitchell I'm reckons really that Tom glad. Cruise is going to keep going until his body like gives up on him. And then he will be AI. <laughs> and I also got confused because they they this is the movie where they do the um 
the jumping off the cliff on a motorcycle and then parachuting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah. I was so confused because I thought that movie was already out. And it's <laughs> like, no, the stunt and the BTS has no, been because, out. No, because I reckon you've probably also seen the airplane one where he is actually holding onto the airplane. No, no, no. It's literally the motorcycle no, I'm one. Saying, I'm saying the motorcycle one went viral. Yeah. And then pretty soon after that one went viral, the movie. So, which has already come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. saying maybe it was I was like just so confused because I was like, oh my God, they're referencing the motorcycle thing. And <laughs> then I'm like, it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> it's but not they're, the, and it is the thing. So much of that build up to that motorcycle thing is me going to Mitchell like, but isn't that, it's already out? And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, no, but it's been out for years. Anyway, it's not out yet. And it's in this movie and it's uh, it's epic. And um, so Tom Cruise does great. The, like, there's so many like, comedic moments and there's like oh my god there's probably like a couple things there that was kind of bung but otherwise great movie you're, watching you're not experience. going for elite form of yeah film you're going because it's an elite action movie it was movie. just great it was like ooh ooh oh okay okay it was just it was just I also think experience. when they lean into it which is like I guess okay it's not camp but you know the camp experience yeah, yeah, of yeah. like doing exactly what it is yeah rather than trying to Spice yeah. it up. I just love all the spy elements that they do. Like, you know, there's like disguises and then there's like, you know, like a twist and like a gotcha, like a double, double cross. Double, double. It's just so satisfying. So anyway, I love Mission Impossible 7. If you haven't seen sorry, it, please I'm watch it. Just, I'm sliding and falling out of frame. Okay. So and sorry my, for all the jiggling. My two last things, whatever, is I watched Op Oppenheimer. I was about to say Oppenheimer just then. Open wider. Oh my god! So um, <laughs> I watched Oppenheimer. Did you watch it yet? No, I have not seen either Oppenheimer, Mission Impossible, Barbie. Haven't watched Barbie. We're gonna try and watch Barbie together. But yes. anyway, so watched Oppenheimer. Um, it was really cool. I have to say, while I was watching it, and they were referencing certain things, I was on Wikipedia and in the film <laughs> during the film, and I was like, "Hello, what? <laughs> what is this? What's happening? What is a World War Two?" <laughs> When was World War Two? And I was like, who is Gamora? Who was World War Two? Yeah. Why was World War Two? <laughs> and then um and I was trying to find it. So my birthday is on the 9th of August and I found out that one of the bombings also happened on the 9th of August, which is just wonderful for me. But you're the bomb. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. It's too soon. Um but it was amazing and um I extra appreciate seeing all the BTS videos about the movie as well. So what's the CGI thing? So apparently, oh my God, we're not going to get into it. Okay, next. No, I'm going to say it. <laughs> so apparently they, they are claiming, I don't know, I haven't followed this up. I've just seen like a couple TikTok videos about it. But they, they, I have seen them claim that this movie has no CGI because everything is on film. But there is CGI. Like there's, there's like, there is CGI. But then apparently they do not credit like uh, uh, over a hundred uh, special effects artists so that they can say that it's not CGI, allegedly. I don't know if this is, like, what this actually looks like, but someone said, hey, they're, like, they, I think, credited two or whatever. Interesting. So people are then saying that, oh, no, special it's special effects. Like, you know, they say they didn't do special effects, whatever, but it's, like, anything CGI is computer-generated. So anything that's on a computer is part of it. So you can't just go, oh, but no, it's they didn't have anyone in a green screen or whatever. Um, so I just thought that was interesting, but I haven't had a chance to look into it. She's not an animated character, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, obviously, the film element of it is is really interesting. And so I had seen, I saw a TikTok video of one of the film people, not film people, um, 
I was watching this video of a guy who like r he runs the cinema and he was doing the introduction because they are on the giant what is it called is it IMAX, IMAX. is it actually IMAX yes Max. so there's like so anyway he does the spiel and he's like we would have done trailers but there's too much of the film that we don't have enough like like space on the reel to play anyway it's wild and then i think he mentions like there's like 36 cinemas around the world or 32 cinemas around the world that are carrying the original like actual aspect ratio right. one of them with mitchell was like oh there's an imax in auckland and i was almost thinking like oh my god we need to go the only cinema in new zealand that is carrying the correct aspect ratio of the film is in freaking queen's gate lower hut So if you're in Queensgate, Lower High... You need to watch it for me, please. Is it, how do they do LH? Hut for life. Hut for life. There you go. Um, Love you, James. <laughs> Ooh, oh. James. Um, yeah, so Oppenheimer's great. It was that a is great wild because Auckland. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought Auckland as well. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Because um, all the artsy people are in Auckland. But also all the artsy people, the film people are in Wellington. True. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't no, really talk about the movie. That isn't film people in Auckland because they do film stuff in Auckland? But they also film great, crazy film stuff in Wellington. Oh, yeah. Like, I think, we had a anyway, workshop. whatever, I don't know. We had a workshop's know. literally there. Okay, next one. The, that's uh, my only touchy, uh, only thing that I'll touch on is Dimension 20 released their Dungeons. Yes, okay, this is our okay. dual Okay, uh, this dual is our transition mini. into your stuff is Dungeons okay. and Drag Queens, which is... Oh, not what I was going to talk about. Okay, Dungeons Go. and Dragons... With the players being drag queens, and it's Juju B, Bob the Drag Queen, Alaska, and um, <laughs> Monet Exchange. And they were so cute, and we both agree, and we've seen people talk about the fact that this is the if you are into the drag queens and you are curious about DD or whatever, this is the perfect one to watch because. They're all newbies. They're all newbies. And it's just great. The first episode is on YouTube mm. in the Dimension 20 thing, but we'll also link it here. And it was just a delight to watch. It's four episodes and it was great. It's so good because for the newer viewers that don't know any anything about it, like it's really great to see a DM that's seasoned, who's literally been playing since he was 12 years old, like DM for people that know nothing. Because that's not who he DMs for. He DMs for the best. And these... Queens just did a great job. I just, I feel like it's just the perfect amount of all the things. Yeah, I just love it. Fantasy it so cool. on level 100. Yeah. Okay, this is a great transition because I can talk about the new season of Dimension 20 mm -hmm. very briefly. Yes. Which is literally Inside Out Pixar meets Detective Noir meets D&D. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see some feelings trying to stop bad people, I presume, in the brain. Yeah. I think and it's going to be really... Hank Green is in it. Hank Green is in it. And it's going to be really meta, I think. Because, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How cool was the, like, shadow effect? The shadow effect. The lighting in, in the creative stuff in the dome for this episode Jay, is going to be wild. in the future. Wild. Thank you so much for planning the video in here. Okay. So now on to my ones. Okay. So tell me all your quick fire stuff. Okay, so I'm going to smash through these really quick. I'm disappointed about the Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, I've heard a little bit more about it since you mentioned it in the last podcast. Oh, did I talk about it? You mentioned it, yeah. Okay, we're moving on. Okay. So 
One Piece trailer is out. My mum messaged me. I need to talk to Rob about it because I know that he's read the manga. I haven't read the manga, but I've watched the anime. And my mum messaged me saying, oh my gosh, this would be a great family watch. And I'm like, you have Mother. no idea what you're saying. Mother. <laughs> um, and so she was like, oh, you can s- send me the original so we can catch up. And I said, this anime is from 2000. I don't think you'd it's like it. It's never going to finish. It's not going to finish. It's never going to finish, but also... I just don't think that it would be their vibe. Anyway, so there's that, and I'm excited. If you hate it, move on. Sorry. Um, new trend on TikTok, which is AI versions of the Glee cast singing um, current songs or songs they didn't do through Glee. Okay. I haven't seen it. You know, Do you know what this makes me know, though? Jane never watches the TikTok, so I send her. Oh, yeah, no, I, I haven't watched. A lot. Yeah. So. I just, it's the same as you where you're like, okay, I need to be in the right mind space. Because I'm and like, yeah. I'm not going to pay attention and, and I'm going to get annoyed. And you funny is like, you, you told me you deleted TikTok. So anytime that your new messages come through, it tells me that you've sent me messages. And I'm like, oh, it's this, it's like before he deleted TikTok. And no, it's just. No, because remember I downloaded it for literally this. Yeah, I'm like, oh, it's just alerting me of all the old messages I don't have the internet, so that was a super amount of waste of time. Anyway, so basically. Is it, does it sound. So, you know, it's the thing that you, you definitely have seen it where people are taking yeah, someone yeah. else's whatever. But they've been doing it and taking like random songs that glee cast never did yeah yeah and turning them into versions that it sounds like glee yeah it sounds like the glee cast i the reason why i I brought this up was not even to talk about the glee cast thing to talk about the glee to talk about glee the reason why i brought it up is i don't know if people know this but um emma emma stone emma watson emma watson and beauty and the beasts uh, auto-tuned voice Yes Was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my life I freaking love her But yep That was horrible I love her Beauty and the no, it was more like Beauty and the Because yeah, yeah. it was so auto-tuned But what could be good now Is that they get Or, or they use auto The AI filter And get all the Emma Watson stuff So I need someone to do this Out there in the world Get Emma, Emma Watson And make her sing The original Bell's soundtrack, but then it's Use not auto tune. Yeah. Use the AI to do it. Yep. Because imagine that. So now singers, sing, now actors that can't sing will sound like they can sing because they'll get a voice double. We're not even going to touch on the SAG AFTRA strike and stuff like that. No, that has nothing to do with SAG (laughs) AFTRA. We stand with the writers. (laughs) And the actors. And the actors. And and all people that are affected by this thing. We stand by you and please give them their money. Please give them their money. I need to watch Stranger Things. If you're watching this... We know that you you have the power to give them their money. <laughs> Only people that watch us. Bob Iger. Bob Iger. It's not good, we Bob. We know you're a committed, <laughs> committed podcast fan. Please. Okay, next. Next. I already talked about Seven by John Cook. If you haven't listened to it. Love it. Stupid. Um, I sang it see? to Mitchell and he didn't believe it was a real song. Anyway, continue. Okay, okay, continue, continue. continue. <laughs> okay. Um, next is AI songs. Sorry, no, I already did that. Not me pl- listening to um, "We're Gonna Shut a Timber" by Kesha now because of the Glee cast. Oh my god! Anyway, um, NBC TikToks. Yes. Uh, lives. Yes. Don't want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is what NPC would you play? Okay, keep going, and you can think about that in your noggin. 
and it can't be overcooked or whatever it is. I was going to say I was going to be like a market lady. And like I have a little stall. Something. I don't know. What character? What what franchise? Um, I haven't played it, but probably something like Zelda vibes. Like if Zelda had a little shop, I wanted to be like a woo. I love that. Yeah. Do you want a spirit? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I that's all I know about Zelda. Um Ice cream. Yum yum. Thank you. So I was Rose. Mmm, smells nice. Thank you. Okay, next. Um, so I was in or I was in Auckland. I was in Palmy over last weekend. Yep. And when I was there, my nan so random story, we don't need to talk about this, but my nan um works like one or two days a week at mm-hmm. a hop shop. And we went into the store and they have like a kid's section of books, right? And so like all the other books cost like a normal amount that you get in an op shop, like maybe $10, $15. I go into the kid's section. There is a full set of the Aragon series for 50 cents a book. Did you freaking buy I it? I bought every single one. Thank the Lord. I've never been into it. Like I've never like... Uh, like, I know the Aragon movie, which yeah, was yeah, yeah. a flop. Yeah. Um, apparently, I don't know. It's not my opinion. Allegedly. Um, but, yeah, it was like, I was like, I don't even care if I don't like this. This feels like who's stupid enough to give it to an op shop like, and not sell this on eBay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have the whole set. And I freaking love my, cause Especially because my mum said, if you ever see an, a set in an op shop, spend the money. And if you don't have it, I'll pay you back. Mm. Because when we go to the island one day, we want a full library oh, at the yes. island. So My side, just a very side my thing, side quest. is you know how I was saying that TJ is a really good gift giver? He gave me um, an <laughs> Apple pen. But then also for one birthday, he also bought me the entire set of Cassandra Clare's Mortal Instruments, which I started... Here's a photo. <laughs> I already read it before, but then I haven't finished reading the set that TJ gave me, but... But there's, there's like, what, like seven or there's eight books. There's so many books. Anyway, continue. But also that Jay was that it doesn't. We it don't need to talk about that because Jay was literally there buying me a gift. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's fine. I it's just fine, bought it's fine. It for her. Okay, so the last thing is, have you heard about mouth tape? Yes. So I want to buy mouth tape. Great. That's it. Because it's gonna change your posture. <laughs> Why? Does it change your posture? Well, your breathing's gonna be better, right? Well, it's just because I know that I breathe through my mouth when I'm really tired. Mm. And that's often. Mm-hmm. Tired. Yeah. Oh, okay. Often, often breathing through your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I, I want to buy mouth tape mainly just because I'm like, and I want to buy it for my sister because both of us struggle with sleeping anyway. Okay. And I wonder if it has anything to do with that. Okay. I freaking love it. To go connect with that. Um... Again, my whole life. But I saw a lady on TikTok and she was like, here are the things that I used to go to, be- go to sleep. Everything that she <gasps> talked about, I was like, yes, I think I need all of those things. And the only reason that I'm like, I stopped myself. Not, I mean, part of, a big reason that I want to stop myself is I, if I ever have to go and sleep somewhere else, I don't want to be unable to sleep because I don't have all the tools. Yeah. But, okay, number one, I already have my sleep sounds, right? Yes, I can't same. sleep. I need to be able to hear myself fall, fall asleep. If everything is quiet, I can't tell if I'm asleep or if it's just my thoughts. And also, like, if a bump happens, you don't, like, wake up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, it flattens everything out. Basically, and I learned like, that from Thea. <laughs> That's why Liz and Pat really? used to, like, 
do the white noise because then everyone would come over for life group and she was like, it's just white noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I already have my sleep sounds and um, this – and I'm already – okay, I need a pillow that I can – there's a f- Filipino word is tandai, but it's basically like you can – you can – what is it called? You can – Big, be the big spoon to a pillow. Oh, a body pillow. A body, kind of like a body pillow. So I, I have one that I cuddle, and then I have one for my legs, and then it's just really funny because Mitch is like, I wake up in the morning. Our sleep cycles are synced. <laughs> yeah, and Mitch is like, I don't like waking up in the morning, and there's a tower of pillows. Be, be, it's like I can't see my a wall. wife. Yeah, um, sorry, Mitch. But then, um, so anyway, this girl, she's like, okay, she has waited, um, a, a weighted eye mask. But the way it is, it's like it's like a mask. But the weights and the pressure that's on your eye is only around. So it's not just like a flat thing. It's like kind of like, like swimming it's goggles. Extrude, extrudes a little yeah, bit yeah. around It's like eyes. swimming goggles. Amazing. So it goes like this. But you can wrap it and it's got a little bit of weight. You need to see me this TikTok. Yep. And then she, she has, um, what is it? It's like a pillow that kind of like covers her forehead. So it adds a little bit of weight to her head. And uh, the other thing is weighted blankets. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching weighted blankets. I'm just like, okay, you do the research. You tell me what weighted blankets you want. And I'm reading more about it. And I'm like, okay, I need you weighted to blankets. Give me this weighted blanket. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, weighted blankets are bad. But um, why? Because so you're not supposed to sleep with the weighted blanket on. You you use it to kind watch of watch TV or something. No, you use it to equalize your body, and then you take it off um, because it's too heavy and it can okay. suffocate you, right. and it's too hot. But I found this company that they show the differences between all. It's like some weighted blankets is just sand, but them it's like. Oh, I really thought weighted blankets were just somehow heavy. <laughs> I didn't actually think about the how they're weighted. No, I oh. just thought it was like a really heavy fabric. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it's like got you, sand in you know, it. like you just put it in the it microwave or something, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. gets heavier. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Anyway, I found this company, and they are um. It's knitted weighted blankets. Amazing. So imagine those giant, you know, you know those giant yeah, yeah, those, like, throw thick. things. So each one. So basically, the 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 thread that they use or mm-hmm. the yarn that they use mm-hmm. that's where the weight is so it's easily like um the because it's hand knitted there's more airflow yeah right and which makes it not as hot it's not as hot and then it's not like sand where it will settle it's like because it's more spread out the weight is that much better doesn't make sense, does it? Because then the sand would settle and then you would only feel the weight on either on side one of you. Side. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, so this girl has all this kit and I'm like, I think I want all of those because sometimes with the head thing, I already sometimes will put a pillow here. Oh, just like to cover my eyes, but I still want to be able to breathe. Mm. And then I always feel like our blanket is is not heavy enough. Do you get anxiety when you don't have it? Because I get really not anxiety. anxiety. I'm just uncomfortable just can't sleep yeah 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 Yeah. not not can't sleep it's just uncomfortable like i'll have a full-on panic attack no no no, i don't (laughs) i don't don't, that's why i have to take my ipad everywhere i go to sleep yeah because i have my white noise on that my Mm -hmm. brown noise on that and then it sounds like brown eye and i don't like that (laughs) and then i have my my bambolo and then i have my two pillows one for my legs one for my hands yes my arms yeah yeah (sighs) we're too needy so but does it work Uh, this is my biggest fear is that when i get married (laughs) I'm like, why the frick do you have a pillow? Well, like, not like saying, like, can you cuddle me? More like, I'm like waking up to the pillow. Like, it's fine. Like, Mitchell well, can Mitchell still sleep. Is, yeah, because he always goes to sleep first. Yeah. And I'm still awake. Mitchell so then can sleep I can, with the lights on. Yeah. So then, oh, I can't. So I can assemble everything. I'm like, when my eyes are closed, I'm like, I know that the light's on and it makes me uncomfortable. I also don't like doors that are slightly open. So, like,. <laughs> <laughs> 
can it be fully open? No. So, Even worse. So ours is fully open. I can have my open, but it's mainly because of the fire. So there's a logical reason for it. So I think I can get over it. No. Why? Because. I just get uncomfortable. Monsters. 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 <laughs> it's monsters. Yeah. No, so I don't like doors completely open. That's why also not only that, but Mitch and I, when we first got married, I used to sleep on the side where the door is. And I'm like, no, now I can't because. Because you'll get murdered first. Because, because yes, <laughs> I will get murdered first. And the other thing is like the door is there and I don't like the flow. So I like being like door. Then Mitchell gets the energy and then me. <laughs> Mitchell dies first and then I can run away. <laughs> and then I can run away. Um, and then the other thing is um, uh, our wardrobe doors are like at the foot oh, of yeah, our no, bed. Oh, yeah, I can do that. I can do so that. So I'm like, if I literally Monsters. like... No, I'm like in bed and I, I'm like, okay, I go in and I'm as I'm about to go down, I get a gl- I'm like, <gasps> settle, settle, and I get a glimpse that it's slightly open and I'm like laying down and I'm like... The demons are watching. No, no, I'm like... <laughs> Oh, Frank, I have to stand up. I'm so comfy now. But, no, I would yeah. be full deep. I'd be like, I can see an eye. Can I see an eye? No, I can't see an eye. I can see an eye. <laughs> the, the thing that doesn't help is we hang our towels on the this thing. This is the same thing with me. <laughs> so it doesn't fully close. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'll just fully. Are we anyway. the same person? <laughs> so, w- with, so anyway, back with to your the question, it's okay. But Mitch is always like, <laughs> Why? Why can't you just cuddle me? The joke, the no, joke that I keep. Move and I wriggle literally. so much in my sleep. I'm crashing. No. no, no, no. The joke that I, I say to no, this has happened a couple times and it's really funny. So then I just keep saying it. Mm, I don't know if I should. Anyway, say it and you can cut it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'll just tell you whatever. It's just really funny because I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go to bed. And so Mitch is like on his back this whole time, and I'm like, okay, perfect. I'll cuddle into him, and then like, and I'm like settled in, and I'm like, as I go to turn to cuddle into, he's like. <laughs> and turns away Get away from and me it's, like, it, it's really funny Because then in the morning I'm like you turned away from me But I, I always reenact it. It's so, it In the moment It looks so dramatic That it almost is like He knows That He did it Like, like he did it on purpose Because it's always like <sighs> And then like turns around It's like Just when you wanted it Now yeah. I'm going to take it But I do think it. like subconsciously It's like now that I've Added weight to him Then it's like his body's like Okay, reposition or whatever. So anyway, I just told him. Okay. Okay, that's so funny. So that's Exciting my Exciting things for when I get married. Yes, look forward to that. <laughs> in 40, 40 years. <laughs> in 2044. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, I've got one last thing I want to talk to you about. I actually don't think you finished your thought, but I don't think we should revisit that. Keep going. It's you were talking fine. about the TikTok. And the things that she was saying. We only talking oh, about Oh no, the, that's it. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. talking about the knitted weighted blanket was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, point. yeah. Okay. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Next go. Okay. Now this is more like we're gonna treat this. So this is a scenario that happened. I'm not gonna tell you any names and stuff. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read out like the main bits that happen and then I want your opinion. Leela. And Tiefs. Anyway. So we're gonna Ryan. Do, we're gonna we're gonna do this as if it's like am I the asshole? But whatever. Okay. I want your opinion on this. Okay. Imagine an artist. The artist is backstage. Mm-hmm. Okay, the show just a music fi- artist or a painter. This is a theater Broadway okay. actress mm-hmm. um, and singer. She is iconic. We stand with the writers. Yeah, yeah, we stand with the writers. So, artist is backstage, and then um, the fan. So, this video is recorded by the fans. The fans go backstage and ask them for a photo. Mm-hmm. And as they go, and they're like, "Hello, ma'am," to the artist. Okay. Um, the artist says, "I'm so sorry. I don't know who you are." 
can I ask you to leave? And then they're like, sorry, we just we just want a photo. We've been waiting outside for a while. And she's like, I'm sorry, but if you're not on the guest list, then you can't be here. Okay. Um, fans say, it's okay, we're just fans. We've been waiting. Can we just get a quick photo since basically since we're already here? And then she says, yes, but it can't be at my dressing room. Can I please just ask you to go? If I say yes to you, then this is going to set a precedent. I don't want people to... To keep doing this. I don't want the creepy ones. I don't want the creepy ones. And everyone else will want to do this. So then there's another fan there that says, oh, we're fr- we're friends of one of the co-producers of the show. And then she's like, oh, really? I'm so sorry. But if you're not on the guest list, unfortunately, I can't say yes. See, my introvert anxious ass would have heard, hey, sorry. And I would have been... That's fine. Her first thing was, "I'm do, sorry." Do you want me to like clean you? the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can clean the ground. I do. I can run away. Okay, bye. Yeah, like her first thing was, "Do you want my phone?" <laughs> okay, bye. Like I would do literally everything to you get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "I don't know who you are." I'm so. <laughs> no, Siri, it's not you. No. Anyway, so then the other fr- fan says, "We're friends of the co-producer of the show," and they name the show runner. And then she's like, "I'm so sorry if you're not on the guest list." So she's like, "She was straight." And then it was like, if you're not on the guest list. So she's like, you you guys just go out and wait for me out by the stage door. Because yeah. you know the, the stage yeah, door thing? The okay. whole, the whole, thing, is whole like you, thing that's made for this. For this, yeah. So she's like, if you, you, and she's like, if you wait for me by the stage door. And basically she was saying like, you don't even need to go out. She didn't just say Just stand this. by the door. She just, just stand by the door. I don't want it to be by my dressing room. Yeah, yeah. And just meet me there. And it's literally just down the hallway. So anyway, she says that. And then they're like, okay, ma'am. Uh, she's like, go, like, please, let's just, okay, I can't, I, I just can't do it here. So she takes her bag. And then they start walking. And as they start walking, she's walking down the hallway. And the fan who's filming is going, ma'am, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Like, I can't believe you're so beautiful in person. Is you were so amazing. Is this a amazing. man and a woman? Uh, so the, the guy that's filming. I'm just filming, trying to understand the dynamic. The filming person is a guy. And then the, there's another girl. And I think there might be another girl. So the person that's calling her beautiful is a man? It's, a, it's like an older man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The um, vibes are creepier. Yeah, yeah. I also think, but anyway, doesn't matter. So then, so then they're following her and it's like, you, you were pink. so beautiful and you were so good at the show tonight. I can't believe, you know, like we love you so much. We love you. And she's walking in front of them and she's like, yes. Yeah, but okay, I, come on. Yeah, she's like, go. yes, I'm so sorry. I just I just need you guys to come this way and I don't. And she's like, yeah, sorry, ma'am. She's like, I hope you understand. And, and they were like, yeah, yeah we, we totally understand. I'm so sorry. Oh my sorry. gosh, this is going to go to social media. Oh, it's already on social media. Anyway, so no, then. I'm saying more. Yeah, okay, yeah. So then she said, so they all go out, keeps complimenting her. She was amazing. She says, sorry, I have to be strict about this. This is after the show. This is after the show. Okay. So she says, I'm so sorry. I have to be strict about this. I hope you understand. And then Fan, in the, after they're like telling her all these compliments, says, yes, we understand. Thank you. We just wanted a photo with you. And then she's like, literally, she gets to the stage door, and there's some people that have come through as well. So she's like getting, telling Who them is to go. Security? I don't know. She's telling them to go out. And then, and then the people that are filming, she's like, come here, come here. Just come here. Like, let's just, don't go out. Just come. Let's take a photo now. Why does she not have a personal security guard? I don't know. So they come and take a photo. They take the photo. Okay. She posts on Twitter saying, basically, um, I, I don't have all the details because I decided last minute to tell you this, but she pretty much she posts on Twitter saying artists have boundaries, and just because you paid a lot doesn't mean you're allowed in, in those spaces. <laughs> like, you paid for the show. Like, like, you coming into my house. Yeah. And then the, the thing is that the fan posts the video. I, I never saw the original post from the fan, but it sounds like the fan posted it to sort of show... She was being I, difficult. That she was being difficult. So I will pause there, and I want to know what your... I, I mean, I probably conveyed my bias, but I want to know your thought on 
your your take on that. Who am I the asshole? If I was the fan, am I the asshole? <laughs> yes, the fan is the asshole. <laughs> I mean, well, the true true asshole is the whoever's running security. Yeah. Because well, it's just like if you're in your office cubicle and you're well known for doing your paperwork, and then four people start coming in with cameras saying, "Hey, can we have a photo?" And the like, you're about to finish your day and go home. Like that is just illogical. You know, it's even like when you're finishing your day to go home and your boss comes in and like gives you more work. There's only a reason that that makes sense, you know, like this has no reason. And I can understand how a fan could think, you know, I could understand how a fan could get to the point where like thinking that this is like awesome and amazing. Like I just, it feels very odd. I mean, it's it's also like an issue with people wanting to be around famous people and like seeing them as anything more than just a normal human and not being able to have empathy for them. And But the, I think the main asshole is... I don't like saying asshole like know, so know. like bluntly. I know, I know. This the is just a Reddit thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is um, the security team. Yeah. Especially because it's the end of the show. Yeah. I thought you were saying it was in the middle. So, like, maybe nah. the security, like, they got through a weird way. Because she's already dressed, like, she's in her normal clothes. It's so weird. Like, imagine finishing a massive show, exerting all that energy. You've been, like, prepping for all this stuff, and now you're done. Yeah. You walk up the stage. You have, like, now you're in, I'm in, like, what is it? Like, not night mode, but in, like, airplane mode. Like, yeah, I'm just, yeah. like, trying to get home. Trying to watch my TV show and go to sleep. And it was just her. And and I know that there's a moment where I have to put it on before I go home. Mm-hmm. But then that moment turns up early and is not complying when I'm saying, hey, like, let's just go to the door. I think I that's also, like, really weird to me. And maybe it's an introvert thing. I don't know. Maybe something else. Maybe the stars. Um, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like I would do – if I number one, I would never put myself in that situation. Because I would never want to be... As a fan, as a fan. As a, I don't want rejection. Yeah. Any rejection is scary. Yeah. But then if I got to that point somehow... Because I feel... It feels like they like snuck I, in, I'm, effectively. You're... St- you're, st- you're re- if the person... If some... Okay. If you had a friend that is involved with the production, bring them with you. Yeah. Like, if you were there and you brought your friends and I'm the, the artist, I know you. I feel safe. You can yeah, control I can the situation. Yeah, I can vouch for them. Yeah. Unless you're a weirdo, you know, like, unless I didn't know you're a weirdo and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, have fun with my kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I would do that. But, yeah. you know, like, that's the whole thing. Like, I, that's the weird thing is that they're here by themselves. I don't know this. You could yeah, be a bomber. Yeah, they just name drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oppenheimer. So, so, so yeah, the artist has, has taken to Twitter and, and posted their feelings. And obviously, like, people have taken the Twitter stuff. Now, the fan got interviewed. The fan got interviewed and says, basically says, I don't feel like I need to apologize because I don't think I did anything wrong. I just wanted to show what our experience was like. That's why I posted that video. Why and why? <laughs> this this is how stupid I feel. <laughs> why is there any um, validity to this fan? Like I don't. Like why are they getting a voice? Yeah. Well, because people are like curious, like what, what, no, what there's happened? No, there's what, what no was curiosity. It, what was it like for your perspective? If anyway, she turned around and said, "You don't deserve to be here." So, so let's put it this way. Um, uh, how do I put it? So, you're in America. It's a Kiwi artist. No. Unless I knew them personally. Yeah. Or. I don't know, maybe we were like mutual friends and we had DM'd before. No connection at all. 
But no you know they're Kiwi. You know they're Kiwi. No ki- and you know they're no. proud of being no. Kiwi. Let's say it's Taika Waititi no. and it's like... No. Well, I'm it's like also, Taika. But I'm also... No. If I saw them out in a cafe... Yeah. I would maybe be like... You know, like the only person I thought I will have to make... I will have to make myself do it is Brendan Lee Mulligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. go up and be like, I'm so sorry. Could I please have a picture with you? Yeah. And tell him how much he's changed my life. But not <laughs> but in the like, dressing room. I would... If I somehow found myself at a, one of his performances, like what, a, like a yeah, improv, yeah. yeah, 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 I would sit in the back row. Yeah, I would watch and I would leave. Yeah, and I would find the first taxi home. Yeah, <laughs> and cry. Get me away. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, sorry. So they said, "This I don't think I did anything wrong because this is just how we are because they are the same nationality." And said, "We just this is just how we are. We welcome each other when we're overseas." I don't know. Is there like seven people in your nationality? Like what? <laughs> Yeah. Like I just feel like the Philippines my, my, is a humongous country with my, so many people and what world doesn't make any sense. My thing is it's like the uh, it's not presumptuous. It's like it's as if you Psychotic. feel like they owe you something. But it's like I don't think so. Anyway, no. it's since blown up and the artist has obviously like she's stood okay, the artist. You know Lea Salonga? No. You know the voice of Jasmine? From Aladdin. Beauty. <laughs> yes, I know Jasmine. Beauty. Beauty She voiced Jasmine. I thought She's the singing one. voice of Jasmine. In and the Philippines? She, no. But isn't Jasmine Indian? <laughs> no, no. No. She's no, the, the si- character. She's the singing Indian. voice of Jasmine, and she is the voice and singing voice of Mulan. So she's a two-time two-time Disney not her princess race singer. Yeah, yeah. Um But she's American. She's Filipino. No, no, I'm saying like she's like lives in America? She's Filipino. My question was She lives in the Philippines. <laughs> Why? But she goes to America and whatever. Anyway. Yeah, like does a job. That's yeah. amazing. So you know Miss Saigon? Oh no, I'm not No, gonna... I, the, the 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 musical. Yeah, she was yeah, the yeah, yeah. first Kim and they looked all over the world. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. I love how that I don't know who Jasmine's voice actor or Mulan's voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's her. So she's mm-hmm. iconic. And mm-hmm. so I think that because it's like Filipino. How old is she? I don't know. Anyway. Hello? Okay. Sorry. Uh yeah. So it's like a whole thing. There's so many other like there's recent developments being like she made this one comment about like, oh sure. Like she'd be in her forties. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, so she continued to say on Twitter, like, no, I don't know. Like, she's pretty much stood her ground. And now people are starting to, like, tone, what is it called? They're trying to police her tone, being like, oh, I get it, but maybe you shouldn't say that because you know you owe Were your success. Were they in America? What? This happened in America, yeah, because there's a Broadway show. There's a Filipino Broadway show right now. Anyway, so then some one commentator said, you know, you, you, like, I get it, then you have your own space and whatever, but, like, you know you owe your success to your fans. No. And I'm like, this is This different. is not Doja Cat where Doja Cat's telling her freaking this fans that they suck. This isn't just a random influencer. This is her being like, hey, I want to take a photo with you, but can we do it down the hallway? And I think what's frustrating is that the yeah the fans have no remorse because they think that, yeah, like literally they didn't think they did anything wrong. And it wasn't like it your was- Your $20 that I get a year from you listening to my Spotify playlist- Not $20, doesn't... like 10 No, cents. no, but I'm saying your your- yeah, oh, true. Yeah, yeah. You're $20 a year from you listening to my song and you think you have a say in where we're going to take this photo. Yeah, literally. Anyway, like, it's just wild. Anyway, that that's all. That was quite long, but 
No, it was worth it. <laughs> so that's it. So I hope you've got your blood pumping about annoyance. <laughs> so now something for something more happy. <laughs> yeah, that just <laughs> that that got me got my gears. Yeah, that got me grinding my gears. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna sit up so I can get prepared. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Dear Lord. <laughs> Just do a prayer. Where's my phone? Dear Lord. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit hard because for some reason the internet is not working at my house. So, um, okay, it's not working at my house. Okay. It's not working at my house. It's not working. Okay, so I, we all know I'm a Steam girly. We already decided, we have a whole episode about it. Indie games, you can watch it. So I bought a PlayStation controller because I started playing this game. Um, it was just after I finished the other two. And I just finished the game. The game is called Eastwood. It started in 2015. I'm going, well, I'm literally talking about this game because I'm, it is, was my obsession, but it's over now. Yeah. It's a pixel art game. The vibe is. Um, the fire is firing. The fire is roaring. Um, so the game is like a pixel art game. Classic. If it's got pixel art, I'll probably play it. <laughs> um, and you're playing. <laughs> sorry, she's having her moment. <laughs> yeah, sorry. She's like, pay attention to me. Okay, continue. Actually, I'm going to wait. No, no, it's fine. Just leave it. No, because you'll be loud. So, the game is you're playing as this man called John, and you live in this like underground city. And the whole thing is that you find this girl in like a pod. She's got white hair. She's a little girl. And cryogenic chamber. Yeah, like kind of that vibe. And so they you you're brought her back to the like city and um because he like works in the mines basically. Hold on. I just realized this cup is for left handed people. This oh, is amazing. I love this for you. There's so many cups that are not for left-handed people where the drawing is on the right side. <gasps> That's this, amazing. This company was so good to work with. You know, DFTBA is John and Hank's company. It's don't forget to be awesome. So I, so I emailed them because stupid ass me yeah. put the wrong address in. <laughs> okay. It was my address. Bleep. Is my address. I, w- I had beep. Oh my gosh. Like, are you stupid? Okay, okay. So that's what happened. So this is the game. So you're playing as them together. Yes. And so you like can switch between the two of them. Okay. And she has kind of like a psychic kind of power. And you have a fry pan and you're trying to whack these things. Anyway, but you're running from the my- miasma, which is this like thing that's overtaking the world. And it's really, really cool. And it was beautiful. It's the first game from it from a brand called, a company called Pixpill. It's their first game. They've been doing this since 2015. Yes. Um, they're a Chinese company and they were started because of like a bunch of different random moments where they like fell in to be, the three of them became best friends. Classic Kickstarter story. They started in 2015. They were working together. They added more people to the company. They moved into like a, um, <clears throat> they moved into this like working apartment thing. Um, and I think they had eight members, a part of their team and it's just above a mall. And then, you know, I don't know if you know about this, but 
2015 there's a while ago yeah and there was a massive incident um a couple of years ago that stopped work situations mm-hmm. now you'd think an indie game probably has a, a bunch of systems in place to work from home which they did okay except for because they worked above a mall there was a mass emergency exit out of the because of covid yeah, and because mass, so many people are in, a, in the mall yes. and there's an office building above it. <clears throat> so they get like emergency evacuated. Everything's okay. They take their like laptops, whatever, and they can work from home. But their main server is at the mall, like maybe six months or something into the process of working from home. The power at the mall oh, no. gets turned off. So their main server with... Five years of work is a mixture of corrupted, gone. Corrupted. Corrupted, gone. So they could maybe get it back, but like it's corrupted. They got some other stuff back. But what's so cool about it is the end game still came out last year, last 2021, I think. 2021. 2022. 2021. No, it was 2021. Yeah. So it still came out a year later. They mass like... um. Uh, like redid a bunch of stuff, but I guess they had groundwork. They'd been posting on, like it kind of blew up on Twitter and Tumblr because it had like this very specific aesthetic. It's kind of, um, so the word they use is urban decay, which is so funny because I've never heard that outside of the context of makeup. makeup. So I was like, oh, I didn't, never thought about those two words together before. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, so it's kind of giving like, post-apocalyptic the first town you're in is like under the ground and everyone lives in subway cars and like he john works for the like mine i actually have no idea what they were mining but whatever but at the start of the game i was like i don't really know what i'm doing like i wish i had known a bit before i'd played even though i thought it looked cool i didn't know anything about the story all of this to say no, no, I don't even want to talk about it. this. This is just context to talk about the one thing that I want to talk about, <laughs> which is this is classic. The amazingness of the um, uh, it kind of feels like it goes back to the K-pop thing. They have so many different art styles in this game. So they have the main art style, which is pixel art, but there's like ten different others. So I'm going to list them here. So they have the main pixel art. This is what it looks like. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. I'm going to send you all of these, and I'm going to make your life easy. The main pixel art animation. It looks amazing. It's gorgeous. Then they have the intro animation, which is done by a cartoon company. So it's a full animation, redesign of the characters as this cartoon love form. It, love it, love it. It's beautiful. It's good. It starts at the start of every time you open the game. Hey, can I link it back to uh, K-pop again, where the new version of New Jeans yes. in the Powerpuff Girls thing, yes. and there's different versions of Powerpuff Girls? Yes. Like and Spider-Verse. The, and the um, art TikTok style. app where you can make your own version of yourself yeah yeah there's yeah, a freaking filter okay, cool, cool, so cool. we're gonna do that look at look at tiktok so so there's that then there's these like kind of like wall paintings so it's kind of like um like giving what's my mayan mayan what's mayan is that the like lost temple kind yeah, of vibe yeah, yeah, so like kind of giving that so that's like the art style mayan <laughs> mayan I am <laughs> Sam. I am green eggs and hair. Yeah, I just love Mayan. Mayan. Like, Mayan. So it's so giving like wall painting graffiti aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like the like the homepage is that, and it's like really weird and kind of like awkward shapes because mm-hmm. it's like yeah whatever. So this is that, and then there's the cool this cool part of the game, which is you can put a CRT filter over the whole game. You can toggle it. You can turn it on and off. 
So you can have like clear, normal, and then there's CRT. So it like bubbles a little bit. It has like things. And like CRT, the TVs are a massive part of the game. Yes. So there's that added. Then there's chapter illustrations, which or, which are like this other weird art style. And they're also the same awards that you get when you like, you know, talk to a bunch Milestones of people. Yeah, milestone awards yeah. and like random stuff like that. Um, and then it's the same one for credits, food supplies, food, food and supplies. They're all different. So that it's kind of like Zelda where you like can make food. Yeah. But the food specifically, you like have to collect different food and then different mixes of different food gives you different buffers and different stuff like that. And you also have to play like a casino game to get, and if you get all three in line, you get like added 10 minutes, added four minutes to your yeah. buffer. So you have that. Then there's um, <laughs> this mini game inside, which is literally like OG Zelda um, Pokemon, like small pixel art. And it's like full game. It has its own design guide, which is like a manual, like a manual for in like game. game. In game, there's a manual of how to play the game. It's like a completely separate game. It doesn't give you any buffers or anything, but it's a full like game. Love you it. can you so they have the TV that you play on, and then they also have like these pod machines where you can like you you know the little eggs. Yeah, and you yeah. open them up. You open gush a, upon. Yeah, gush upon vibes, but they like give you different monsters that I guess you like face off against. I don't know. I I didn't play it because I sucked at it. Um. Then there was the countdown art and the title cover art, which they did so like countdown to release date. It's amazing. It's cool. It's a little bit more like uh not nostalgic. What is it? Juvenile. So like a little bit more like kind of kids, charcoal, smushy. And then the last one, which is not a different art style, but they did a pixel art version of every logo of every partner. Amazing. So, and that's what opens the game. It like shows the logos, but they're all pixel art versions. They're not just like the same logo. They ended up making their own engine for the thing. It's just like. That's so cool. So cool. The art styles are so different, but they feed into each other so perfectly. Mm. The game and the story was really good. I have seen critiques and the issue is I, last thing and then I'm done. Games with writing are not made for dyslexic people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made a, like lost. Is there a VO or no? No, it's people don't know. No, it's more that like been, sounds. Yeah, yeah that would have been extra like production stuff though. Yeah, oh I, I yeah. financially I fully understand Can it. Can I say though that Mitchell I don't has have dyslexia? I want this is if I ever make a game, I want the ability to toggle the dyslexia. Accessibility thing, yeah. So where it's like those letters because I'm like, surely that's not a massive thing. It would just be like a global one thing. code. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, yeah. I mean, surely there would be bugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that would help, especially because it, you know those parts when like a character is like passionate about something. So then they're like, don't let you read it. It doesn't really matter. You understand that the energy is that they're angry with you. So they're just monologuing mm -hmm. fast. But it's like even those like, and I said, and I've, it feels like a car going by. Oh, frick. <laughs> but yeah, so that I think it's fine because I got the story. But like, yeah, I also got a little bit psyched out because at the beginning they're like, you need to go to work straight away. Um, I left that chapter so quickly and I'm pretty sure I missed out on the whole world because I went to work straight away. Oh. But like, um, yeah, just as a dyslexic, it's like I, I'm reading four lines. <laughs> Ding. Oh, my gosh, they're still talking with four bubbles in. <laughs> 
and it's four lines each one. <laughs> yeah. And I, because I got Millie to play the game that I talked about last time, the garden one. And she's like, I shut up. I just want to hit something. And I was like, oh, it's not. J- I've been thinking it was a dyslexia thing. It's actually a writing thing. There's too many lines. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. a review of this specific game was the same thing, which was yeah. like. Too much talking. There's too much talking. Things could be in one line. And or it could have been a cutscene. Be said at all. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that was the biggest issue was cutscenes. Because I'm like, usually I can walk around for a bit. Can I just do something? Can I walk around while you talk? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's just ADHD. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. Amazing. I, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Now I'm going to give it a 9. I'm yeah. going to give it a 9 it out of 10. It sounds so cool. Yeah. This is also the longest game I've ever played. Yeah. I'll, I think I will check that out. I think you should just watch I'll it. I'll do my best. I think you should just watch the intro because it's literally the whole, the whole, the whole game. Thing. I love it. Okay, that was a lot. It was a big... I love it. That was so fun. Thanks for hanging out with us in the fireside. Fireside chats. Fireside These are going to happen chats. every... Winter. Every winter. <laughs> every seven episodes. Every seven episodes. That doesn't make sense. But We're going to have a winter episode. Every seven episodes, there's a winter episode. Well, maybe we'll do a winter <laughs> Christmas next year. A summer Christmas. A summer, I'm saying a winter Christmas so that it's and during winter. Oh, okay, sorry. I don't want that. Whatever. Anyway. Fine. Okay, this is real friendship going. <laughs> Go home. Leave my house. It's two AM in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs>